When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the summer edition of Sports ASA. I should turn the mic on, men's, when I, before <laughs> I talk. I yeah, oh, well, not the first time I've done that. Um, great to have you with us. Uh, you can be part of the show. Just Quality Home Improvements open line is one 736 736 or text in 0427154166. Experts in roller shutters, plantation shutters, outdoor blinds, artificial lawn and roof restorations. Uh, can't wait to chat to this next lady. Thanks to your local tyre power. Big December deal sales are on now. Get four for the price of three on Toyo Tyres. She is a three-time premiership player, club champion, Ebony Marinoff. Welcome to the summer edition of Sports ASA. Thanks for having me, guys. I don't think I've been on here before, so it's a pleasure. Oh, well, we're absolutely wrapped that you have the time to chat to us today. But I wanted to ask you, uh, have you had a chance to reflect on the season? Yeah, I have actually. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, over the past couple of weeks, obviously, when you, yeah, I guess, finish the season, it is all just probably like negative thoughts and um, what could have been and things like that. But yeah, over the past couple of weeks, you know, been able to reflect and um, take the positives out and and the growth from the group. So yeah, over and and onwards and upwards for 2024. Ebony, it's great to have you on. And so well done on winning your second gold jacket, your best and fairest 2021 and now 2023 you've added to. Which year of those two personally for you do you think was a better season? Oh, I think this year was, yeah, probably, yeah, my best year and uh, the game's evolving. So naturally as an athlete, you have to evolve with it. But yeah, just my consistency this season, um, that's what I wanted to go into the season, just, you know, just be consistent. And I know when I'm at my best, um, you know, I can contribute to the team and and vice versa. So yeah, probably this one, but it it makes it all that um, more like it's rewarding if we had a flag on the back of that. But um, yeah, no, proud of my season. No, so you should be. And Bonds, I do a little bit of work at yes, West mate. Lakes there occasionally. And I saw Ebony running months before her teammates. She come off an injury-interrupted off-season. And I guess just explain the, the work that you put in to be able to get yourself in good nick to start the year and then have a great season off the back of that. Yeah, oh, it was it was super challenging for me just because I'd never been, um, I guess, injured before. So I think... To, to find new ways to keep fit, get fit, spend a lot of time on the bike, um, which I hadn't before, and just being off legs maybe for a month, month or well, six weeks. You just you, you do different things to the body, and yeah, I, I actually reap the rewards of that, and it's probably a good learning curve for me in my career. As I do get older, um, you know, you, you can't be 
go, go, go 12 months of the year. You've got to, I guess, pick your months, when to peak and um, and things like that. So, yeah, that was probably off, off the back of being in rehab, to be honest. No denying you had a fantastic season, but what part of your game do you think improved the most? Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a good que- uh, question. I think just my ability. I, I worked on my speed um, through the off-season um, to get to contest, contest a little bit quicker and um, keep driving my legs. And uh, one of my biggest focus for the, for the season was score involvements and, um, you know, goal assists and scoreboard pressure. And I was able to execute that. Um, I think that rose by nearly 50%. So um, that was pleasing. And, yeah, that was probably one of the biggest things I wanted to improve on um, as a midfield, just that connection to that forward um, in saying that. So much to, to grow and, and learn and get better as well. But it's just so exciting because, yeah, hopefully I've got many more years of footy um, to be able to be at my best. And, um, yeah, what do they say? Women peak at 29, 30. So hopefully I'm at my peak then. Still got plenty of time to go. And here's a little stat for you. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, Ebony, but you played the most games in the history of the AFLW at 79. You could be the first woman to 100 games. That would be pretty special. Yeah, I mean, in our season and how short it is, I think certainly uh, pegged a few more games over the last few years when the games increased. But, yeah, oh, I think some of the boys, what do they take, four or so years? So <laughs> yeah. maybe I'll make that in season 10. But, nah, oh, yeah, it's crazy that I guess my career will be, you know, 100-plus games and um, would have played for so long. But, you know, when the girls that are just being born at the moment, they're going to... They're going to reap the rewards of what we've done for this league and um, hopefully they're the ones that are getting 250s, 300s um, in many years to come. Without doubt. And so I want to ask you about that. The for, for a player who's played since the inauguration of the league, the improvement from season one compared to now, your team in season one won the premiership and this year obviously came close but didn't quite get the job done. How much better would the team be this year currently than year one or potentially would it be the other way? Oh, nah. Well, yeah, it's grown in spades. And I think it's so exciting because I feel like we've known internally for the past couple of years that the game's been rising and the skill and the execution of, you know, all the teams and, and then the athletes. And I think the public and the, the wider, I guess, spectator um, are like are really starting to see this game evolve. And yeah, the pace of the game this year went up a notch. And just like even the skills from like the girls that are coming through that have been through their pathways and academies, et cetera. Like it's, it's so cool to watch and like, you're kind of jealous of them, but <laughs> the fact that they're just coming in like the boys, um, yeah, they've been in the gym since they were 15. Like, it's just, it's so exciting. And it, it's super cool to watch because they're just these pure, talented footballers that we're, we're starting to see now. Man, so you think if Ebony is the first player to 100 games, she should have a statue at Adelaide Oval? Next, next to Blighty, maybe? <laughs> oh. we'll, we'll get a well, petition I, started. I, right? great I, I would have loved to have... Um, yeah, well, we've got a few people that have been around when Blighty was, and um, I feel like I would have absolutely thrived under um, someone like that. <laughs> I just want to ask you now, you mentioned that your teammates and the young players coming through. Out of that young group, who were the, the few players that really impressed you? Zoe Prowse, um, Sarah Goodwin, Tia Charlton, Madison Newman had a great year, and I think you forget just how young they are. We, we, we've kind of still got, you know, five or so of our OGs. I think some, like, people seem to think that we've got an older list and we've, you know, we've had foundation players and whatnot. But 
Yeah, our list is, uh, if you looked at it, it's extremely young. Um, and even our young ones, like they're, they're not 23, 24, like they're 19, 20. Yes. So got a super exciting young core and yeah, to see them thrive um, with Sarah Allen go down with injury. Their back line was quite raw and young and they just, yeah, took it upon themselves week in, week out. And uh, as fortunate it was for Sez, I think we've got immense growth that may, you know, we may not have been able to see if Sarah didn't get injured. Um, but yeah, and then just like the likes of Madison Newman and T. Charlton been on the list for, you know, three to four years now, and they, they're really starting to reap the rewards of being in a an elite environment in the gym and things like that, starting to fill out a bit more as athletes. So that's where the improvement comes from next year. How do you reflect on this season? We we asked or briefly about it, Bonds did before, but you finish top of the table, nine wins and one loss, and then you lose two games in the finals by under a goal. So how do you? It's a successful season, but at the same time, it's it's maybe not. Yeah. It wasn't under a goal. It was under three points. So we had one and two. So, yeah, and like I said before, reflecting on the season, there was a lot of, I guess, anger, frustration and disappointment um, that I felt post post the season. And I was a bit like you, um, you know, like you just said, like, was it actually a good season? Did we set out what we wanted? Did we achieve what we wanted? Did we showcase what we wanted? And upon reflection, we saw glimpses of it, but I think, yeah, as a group, we really need to work on our ability to, to stay in games and win games. And I think what we're able to do this year and, and challenge ourselves when we're, up, we're in front, we're able to hold on and um, still play exciting footies. But, yeah, like you said, like in those last two finals, I think we went back in our shells and just like the execution under pressure or fatigue was just let us down and um, ultimately cost us. So, yeah, that will be a big emphasis um, on pre-season is just training at the level um, with immense pressure, training under fatigue. And, yeah, you can only just keep training that and, and hopefully girls continue to, I guess, yeah, grow and be able to execute under pressure. But, yeah, super, super disappointing. And I'd, I'd love to have, you know, been in that um, last game of the season. But reality was we weren't good enough. Now, the news of the longest-serving AFLW captain, Chelsea Randall, has stood down as captain and, and moved moved aside to be allow others to come into be able to take on that role. Just tell her about her leadership over the journey. Eight years she was at the helm, which is incredible. Had such success in there. It's a a long time and just a great person as well. Yeah. Oh, so like, so, so lucky to have been led by Chelsea Randall. Um, Just her ability to connect and care um, was something that was, yeah, generally a class above and yeah, just, you know, Captain Courageous uh, always was there putting her body on the line and, and still does. Um, yeah, just so lucky to have seen, you know, how she goes about it, um, you know, with my first eyes. And, yeah, she's she's going to be a massive loss. But I think, yeah, the time is right um, for, for Rainy to step away and, and just focus on herself. She's got a little baby Tommy and, um, you know, she's a mama now. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be sad to see her go. But the, the best thing about Rainy is we'll just, She'll be herself and she'll continue to, um, you know, better people around her and, and just that genuine care. Um, yeah, it's been super impressive and I've, yeah, been able to be pretty close to that since since I started and, and learn and grow um, from Randy. So very lucky. All right. So I've started the, uh, the <laughs> I, I've started the, the, what's it called? Petition. Men- petition to get you a statue at Adelaide Oval. Uh, what about the captaincy? If uh, you were offered the captaincy, would you jump at it? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's a real passion of mine to 
um, potentially leave this club one day. I feel like, yeah, I absolutely love the club and, and certainly wear, you know, my heart on my sleeve um, week in, week out representing the footy club. And, yeah, I feel like as an individual, like I've grown heaps in that space and, yeah, being able to have the opportunity um, to be in the leadership group over the past few years and, and, like I said, you know, learn firsthand from Randall, but even the likes of Eloise Jones, Sarah Allen and Stevie at Stevie Lee Thompson. Um, and, and, you know, further to that, we've got great leaders in, you know, Anne Hatchard, Abby Ballard and, and T. Charlton who are rising. So, like I said, like we're in such a good spot. Um, but, yeah, if the opportunity arose, I'm sure there's a little bit to go under the water with that. But, yeah, I'd certainly grab that opportunity with both hands if that did come up. Hopefully it does, and you're right, very exciting times for Adelaide Crows, AFLW fans. But before we get there, what does the off-season look like for yourself? Are you able to get away, have a break before getting back into next season? Yeah, yeah, we've got a long off-season. Um, yeah, no, I'm actually moving into a new house soon. I've, I've just built over the last year, so that's super exciting. Getting up to Torquay and we'll yeah head up to Noosa, so a couple of trips um, booked and, yeah, just like being in a different environment and going for beach runs and, and doing all those things is always, yeah, I love to do that. So I'm looking forward to that. But what is this Adelaide weather? I would love some sunshine on the <laughs> yeah, ASAP. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> agree, agree. Uh, do you have any pets, Chelsea? Not oh, Chelsea. Uh, Sorry, Ebony. Chelsea. Ebony. <laughs> I do. I've actually got a black lab and I'm looking at her right now. Her name's Luna. She's Beautiful. sitting in the hallway while I talk to you. But I, I actually got her talk-y? in June. <laughs> Uh, no, she's not. She's oh, actually she, sleeping. Like, I think my dad may have spoken, uh, taken her for a big walk because she looks zonked. But nah, she'll stay home. I'll, I'll have a little holiday without Looney. <laughs> ah, good. We'll enjoy it. Well, Ebony, thanks for joining us. We'd love to have you down the track and have a great off season and get yourself recharged and ready to go again next season. Awesome. Thanks for having me, boys. Thanks, Ebony. Ebony Marinoff there, the Crows club champion this year, uh, three-time premiership player and a statue coming at Adelaide Oval pretty soon. Well, six All-Australians. So it just shows the consistency across yep. the journey. She's 26 years of age, so she will get to 100 games. Which, which is almost equivalent to 300 games yeah. for the men. Because she mentioned yep. it. It's taken such a long time, and it is. It's... um. It's a great effort, and uh, yeah, look, they're in. She mentioned how young their group is, so mm. the rest of the competition, look out. Yeah, they're not going anywhere, the Crows. Uh, that was thanks to Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrient.com.au.